Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the first chapel of the semester. It's so good to see you all here together. And please join me now in a word of prayer. God of love, we are so grateful today to be able to gather, to celebrate, to share in our love for you, in our searching for you, in our longing for you. Bless us in our time together and be with us at the beginning of this semester as we embark on our quest to follow you. In your name we pray, amen. I'd like to introduce this morning Suzanne East, who is Professor of Education and Communications, Core Communications Director um, here at Goshen College, and she's gonna share with you some information about chapel in general. And at this time, I'd also like to give a shout out to the Spiritual Connections team. Robin Chico is on the piano for us today, Evie Weaver and Carissa Fillingame are are also members and they are they are a team who is about helping us on our spiritual journey we're all in a journey together so Suzanne welcome good morning everyone uh, before I get into my announcement if you are not a first-year student, would you just stand up for a moment? If you are not a first-year student. Thank you. And you can have a seat again. I just wanted to give the first years a sense of what Chapel and Convo is all about, which is this cross-pollination of faculty, staff, first-year students, seniors. It's one time a week when we all gather in this space to worship together, to share ideas. Um, and I wanted to say just a little bit for the first years about the Chapel and Convocation requirement, both the what, what is the requirement, and the why. Why do we do chapels and convocations here at Goshen College? I don't see a clicker up here. Oh, but you got me covered, thank you. So Wednesday at 10 a.m., there are no classes, there are no meetings, and there's always either a chapel or a convocation programmed in this space. Chapels, oh, we can back up to the previous slide, thanks. Oh, you got the clicker, all right, thank you. <laughs> Chapels are one way that we live out our institutional core value of being a Christ-centered college. They almost always include typical elements of Christian worship, so there may be some singing, some prayer, as Pastor Kathy started us off with today, and there's almost always a reflection, sometimes coming from a student, sometimes from Pastor Kathy, sometimes from a guest speaker. Our chapels are rooted in Christian traditions. We are an Anabaptist Mennonite college, but Kathy also is passionate about the fact that she believes there is something here for everyone. 
And so if you identify as atheist or agnostic, if you are Christian but not Mennonite, if you're a Muslim student, if you're a Jewish student, you are warmly invited to come and participate in the chapel space when we have those kinds of spiritual, ethical, and moral conversations together, that enriches our community, regardless of how you affiliate. So all are welcome to chapels. If it's not a chapel, it's going to be a convocation. And convocation literally just means a large gathering or assembly. So those don't necessarily have a spiritual focus. They're a time when we can gather together as a community to share ideas with one another, to hear from different pockets on campus. And so we're building that community across faculty, staff, uh, first year students through seniors. And sometimes people from the community will join us too, depending on what it is. So this year, for example, we're gonna have a panel later on in the semester where students with disabilities talk about their experience as a college student, as a way of just helping other students understand some of their experiences. We have an alum who was a basketball player here and a business major who went on to start a basketball clinic in Nashville where not only does he work basketball skills, but he also helps kids who might not consider college create a college-going mentality. So that is from student athlete to business owner, how Goshen College prepared me in September, Jeremy Pope, that's gonna be a great one. And of course, next week, when all of the students are back on campus, we will have our opening convocation, which includes some annual traditions. There's always an address from President Stoltzfus, and this year it is titled, Rooted in Good Soil. So that is a good one to attend. There are also always a few events throughout the semester labeled as bonus convos, and these are things that fall outside the Wednesday 10 a.m. time slot, but still count towards your chapel convo credit. So students are required to attend 10 events every semester, and we usually program about 18 to 20. So you have some choice in what you attend and how you engage, but if you just show up every Wednesday at 10 a.m. and even take a day or two to sleep in or study for a test, you'll still meet that basic requirement. So there are a couple of different ways and places you can find out what's going on. There are these posters around campus that list all of the events, including the bonus convocations. You can always go to the Chapel Convo website, and there are also some additional information about the requirements and the schedules always posted there. There should be, your Google Calendar should be populated with all the Wednesday chapels and convos. And of course, as Wednesday comes up, the campus communicator will always provide you with more information about what's happening on that particular day. You do need to bring your ID to chapels and convos, and when you exit, we'll swipe your card, and that's how we track the credits. I know that there are some first-year students here today who don't have their IDs yet. If that's you, just come find me after this, and we'll get you signed in. So with that, I'm going to turn the space back over to Pastor Kathy and our Spiritual Connections team for the remainder of this time. Thanks so much, Suzanne. We're in a pandemic that has stretched across more than 10% of your lives. The latest and hopefully most awake and mature and aware and educated and independent part of your lives. If you've heard in these uncertain times, 
once, you've probably heard it a million times. On top of the pandemic, the environment is doing what anything or anyone does at the hands of abuse. It malfunctions, it messes up. Our lives have been disrupted. We've lost people we love, we've lived in fear or at least been severely limited in what we could do, who we could see, where we could go. And we're also facing a future of challenge around resources, clean air, water, energy sources. Some of you come from places where you're breathing wildfire smoke. Some of you from places where water is a huge issue. Whole wars have been and are being fought about oil reserves. And then there's the political climate. There are divisions right down the middle of our families. You know what I'm talking about. There is increasing economic disparity. There are racial divides. There's polarization around gender and sexuality issues. We're feeling all of this in our hearts and in our bodies. More of us than ever are on anxiety and depression meds. And in the middle of this, you've landed here at Goshen College. You've landed at a place where connection with the transcendent is urgent, like the meal plan, like gas in your car. This is not extra. Your faith journey, your connection to something bigger than yourself is central for all of us. Now, Goshen College was started by some Anabaptists. Maybe you've come across that term. You've heard the term Mennonites. We're a Mennonite college that was started by people who, just in brief, believe in the nonviolent transforming power of Jesus' love. They believe in believer's baptism. That means that adults or people who are able to make a choice for themselves are choose to follow Jesus and be baptized. And there are values around equality, simplicity, justice, community, the environment, discipleship, just basically living out your faith in your daily life. That's kind of a thumbnail of what Mennonites are trying to be about. I'm gonna tell you a story about some Mennonites that I know, some Jesus followers, some Christians. It doesn't really matter that they're Mennonites. There's some friends of mine who I live in community with in South Bend, Jess and Jana. Last winter, I had to get a total knee replacement. I'm standing here with a whole new knee up in my leg. And I wore this baby out doing all the things I love to do, which is, you know, tennis, running, hacky sack, hiking, skating, biking. You get the idea. Nothing I don't like to do. So my friends Jess and Jana and their two teenage girls Addie and Amara came over to my house every day, every evening to be exact, 
during the month of February, and I do mean it was cold, and they had to bundle up, they came over to my house to walk my hard-headed dog, Sheba, every night during the month of February. That's some Christian activity, people. <laughs> that is called love. They have to love me. I felt that. I was laying up on the couch, could not move, could not get my dog the exercise she needed. They were there. That's where you landed. Here at Goshen, you are going to see and experience this kind of love. You are going to encounter this kind of sharing, the giving and receiving of this kind of love. You'll be in it. That's where you landed. You landed in a place where we encourage each other to look for and name that kind of goodness and love in one another and in ourselves. And we do that in the lab, we do it on stage, we do it on the court, on the field, in the classroom. That's where we look for it. That's where faith happens here. Not just in this little room, it's everywhere. And we're all about that. So I just wanna open this up to you as a challenge to be looking for connection, looking for connection with the transcendent, something bigger than yourself. We wanna encourage each other to notice and call out the power of love at work in each one of us. And it is at work in you, whether you you know, no matter what you believe about God and Jesus and the Holy Trinity and the virgin birth and all of that, this love is at work in you because you are created in God's image. You are made good. It took me a long time in my life to hear that. And I've been in church my whole long life hearing that I am made good. So I want you to hear it. That's where you landed. We believe we are all made good. So this spiritual work, no matter what we believe, where we find ourselves, and in a minute we're gonna be doing our activity about you know, where, um, where we find ourselves, just as a way of taking stock, okay? You can look back at this day in your career in college and say, I was here in my spiritual life. And maybe you don't think you have a spiritual life. That's okay. Put that down on the paper. I don't think about that stuff. I'm not, I'm not about that. I don't, you know, like, psh. it's okay. We're starting where we are. And I wanna invite you to move somewhere in this four years. And we're all here to help one another do that. We're all on a journey. We want to learn from you. We want to be resources to you. So you landed at a place where we don't think that faith is just for pious churchy people either, even though there's 
room for those people too. There's room for all of us here. Here at Goshen, we wrestle together about what it means to follow Jesus. The man who met everyone he encountered with love and compassion. That means we reject racism. We reject sexism, ableism, ageism, discrimination against LGBTQ people, all of that. And we lament and repent of the damage that the Christian church in general has done to people of color, to people with physical disabilities, to women, to old and young people, to LGBTQ persons. The church is not perfect. The Mennonite church is not perfect and neither is the broader church. I'm not trying to pretend that. We are wrestling together. We pretty constantly need to forgive and to be forgiven. That's key, that's baseline. You landed at a place where we don't think that faith is like a club where there are inside members and outside members. Don't even have that idea in your mind when you come in here to Goshen College. This is about us exploring what it means to be fully, fully human. To understand what it means to be created in God's image and to be a reflection of that love. You'll find it out. You don't have to become a whole different person to do that. You're going to know how it's going to happen for you when you start getting into your classes and you start getting excited about what you're, what you're doing in class and what you're doing after, after class and in your extracurriculars. You will find it. You will be in touch with this spiritual reality. And like I said, it's not, it's not an extra thing. It's right up in the middle of what's happening here on campus. And I'm excited about it, and I'm excited to work with the Spiritual Connections team to help you gain access to that, even if it's something that you never, ever thought about before. You've landed in a place where the transcendent is urgent. It's like gas in your tank. So let's go to these, uh, oh, we're gonna sing first. Okay, sorry. Okay, thank you, Robin. Sorry, I, I probably got a little carried away. So. Okay. We are going to sing in the purple hymnal, Voices Together. Oh, we're going to skip that? Okay. Let's go. So where are you now? You want to click up to that slide? Maybe you don't think of yourself as a spiritual person, but get a pencil and everyone has moments where they experience something bigger. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's nature. Stay with me here, y'all.
Do people have some pencils? Okay. Write your answer to the best of your ability and we're gonna have people bring up those answers so we kind of have an idea where everybody's at. Think about when you feel most alive, most whole, most at peace, most indignant about injustice, when you long for something. I'm going to wrap up by saying that Monday I met one of your classmates who had on a t-shirt that said, it's okay not to be okay. And I appreciate that t-shirt. I listed a whole long list of things that are not okay. But here at Goshen College, our hope lies in our faith in the transcendent love and transforming love of Jesus. And we access that love together. So write down on your papers, and as Robin plays, you can bring up. Robin's going to play something while y'all bring up your papers to this basket here. Thank you.
We will sing one hymn, but I will give the benediction. Using they pronouns for God, that might be new for some people. I, I wanna, you know, just introduce this and see how it feels. Now to them who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. According to their power that is at work within us. To them be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And after we sing our hymn, Jan Kaufman is gonna have some announcements for you, so please remain seated when we're done singing. Please stand, thanks. And this is Beth Bontrager, our music director here. Okay, grab your purple Voices Together books, number 611. And this is a powerful song, so I want to hear all your voices.
Wow, that was beautiful. I enjoyed that a lot. Hope you did as well. Um, as Kathy mentioned, my name is Jan Kaufman. I'm the Assistant Dean for Student Academic Services and Registrar here at Goshen College. And I want to introduce our next event for the morning and also to review a few logistics about your schedule. If there are still faculty in the room, this is maybe your cue to get up and leave so that you can go be ready for this event. All right, students, hopefully you have brought your folder that you received at check-in with you, and inside that folder is your schedule and also a campus map. For the next hour and a half, you will be moving to different areas on campus to meet with faculty in the different academic departments. So this is your chance, folks. You get to meet with some of the folks that you'll be uh, listening and learning from in the classroom, folks that will be guiding you in your academic um, progress throughout your time at Goshen College. So meet and greet lots of people in this next hour and a half. They're here for you and they want to meet you. I hope you want to do the same. So you'll be hearing, you'll have the chance to hear about the different majors and minors that you might be interested in and also ways to get involved on campus in those departments. I want to just stop and make a note. Many of you come in thinking that you know exactly what you want to study. Some of you have no idea. But for today, I want to encourage you to be curious and explore lots of different options. And I say that because most students, most adults don't know what we're going to do the rest of our lives. So let's just be curious and learn about the different areas that you could potentially um, study while you're at Goshen College. So for sure, go to those um, areas that you know you have interest in but also encourage you to go to a few that you think you may never have interest in because you might be surprised. There will also be a table set up in the union for um, information about our SST, our global education and community engaged learning. So also take an opportunity to go over there. I know our academic success staff will be in the library as well, welcoming you if you wanna have a um, chance to talk with them. There will be sign-up sheets at each of the different tables. Maybe I should back up. Like All of these tables are going to be set up in different locations on campus. So some of them will be in the buildings where classes are taught. Some of them are in the union. Um, so I'll be, you'll be getting a sh half sheet of paper on your way out that will tell you where all the different locations are. So look that over. See where you might want to go. And at each of those places, there will be a sign-in sheet that you can sign your name, that you were there to visit and learn more. And I hear, I don't know, I hear that there's prizes out there that are giveaways that every time you sign your name is a chance for you to win something. So just putting that out there. But in terms of a few logistics with your schedules, so I've heard a number of people say, what if I don't want that class anymore? What if I'm thinking about something different? Can I drop or add a class? So here's what I need from you, so please listen. If you have any questions about courses in your major that you think you want to study, feel free when you go to stop at that particular table today to talk with that faculty member about those courses. Show them your schedule. Ask if these are the courses that you should be enrolled in for this semester. Um, there might be some tweaks or adjustments that need to be made, and if that's the case, you need to find your ICC professor 
and talk about that change with them. And they should be available today during this hour and a half from now until noon. And if you do need to change um, anything in your schedule, you want that approval from your advisor, from your ICC prof, because they will help you gu help guide you as to whether that's a good idea or not to make that change at this point in time. All students now have the ability to drop and add courses on your own. So over the summer, that was not an option, but it is now. We've opened that for you. So after you've met with your ICC professor, if you decide that you need to make an adjustment to your schedule, certainly you can go ahead and do that in my GC. I'm not going to go over the details of how to do that. You can ask your professor, or I would even ask your orientation leader if they could help guide you how to get into my GC to the course schedule link where you can add and drop classes. The other thing that I encourage you to do during this hour and a half is on your schedule or in my GC, when you look up your schedule, you will see the room locations for the classes that you'll be taking. I'd encourage you to walk around the buildings and start scoping out where those classrooms are. Um, so each building has a sign in the front of the building that has the name of the building and then the two-letter abbreviation. That's what would be on your schedule, so you can find that also um, outside on the buildings. If you happen to be on a wait list in a class, that'll also show on your schedule that you're waitlisted. I encourage you to go to class anyways. Go that first week of class, and potentially somebody might drop out of that class during that week and you would get added in, and that way you have not missed any content. So if you're on a wait list, go ahead and go to class. You will have one week to drop and add classes, so up until September 6th, in my GC, you can add or drop a class if you need to. And just one other quick note here. Um, sometimes we get the question, what does the R mean on your schedule for the course time? That means Thursday. So if you have a TR class, you meet on Tuesday and Thursday. Some labs are just R for Thursday. Certainly, if you have any questions, come ask me, come to the registrar's office, we're more than willing to help. The Academic Success Center is also willing to help answer questions along the way that you might have. All right, until noon, you're gonna visit faculty, get to know them, find the different tables around campus, some are in the newcomer building, union, WISE, all over the place. When you leave, get out your ID card, swipe it, and pick up a half sheet of paper. Oh, also, real quick, I forgot to mention, this afternoon, when you come back at 2 o'clock for your session, this is like a class, so bring your paper, pencil, iPad, things you need for class. All right, have a great after morning and afternoon.